Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day -day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. I am so excited and, as always, so grateful that you have decided to spend the next 20 to 30 minutes together with me to learn more tricks, tools, and techniques about how you can better manage stress. And today I want to share a key topic with you about stress management that I think is really the key and the most important thing to know about stress management in order to move forward and create a happy, more balanced life for yourself. And the topic we are going to speak about today is why it is so important to understand and resolve emotions and feelings in order to move forward in your life. And this is such a generic topic and yet it is applicable to and universal to so many different areas in your life because I truly believe that stress management is all about self-exploration and personal development. At the end of the day, when you're thinking about all of the tools and some of the tools that we have talked about over the last couple of weeks, we are those are more short-term stress management tools in order to reduce your stress levels and move from the sympathetic nervous system to the parasympathetic nervous system, right? So when we are, for example, talking about practicing self-care, journaling, exercising, eating healthy, sleeping enough, those are all tools that will help you decrease your stress levels. But If you are doing these things, but you're not going down to the root cause of why you are stressed in the first place, why you are triggered in the first place, those things will just keep coming up and they will keep stressing you. Even though you have, met, you have learned how to manage those tools, how to manage the stressors in a short-term basis, you really need to dig deeper in order to really resolve what is going on and create a better life for yourself. And when we are talking about triggers and stressors, I'm sure that you can totally relate when I'm telling you that there are just certain situations or certain people in our life that just have a certain effect on us. They just trigger us in a way that sometimes we might not even be super aware or conscious about, but it is really important to understand it because once we understand it, we can resolve it. As always, it is really important to create awareness around a certain subject and then really move forward with that. So let me give you an example. When we are talking, for example, about how to set boundaries, and a lot of people have difficulties with setting boundaries because we really want to please people. We really want to help people. At the end of the day, we are all human beings and we're looking for appreciation and recognition from our outside world, right? That's just a fact. And oftentimes when we are 
Thinking about setting boundaries, we have difficulties with that because of what I just explained to you. Because we want to be recognized, because we want to be appreciated. We want to be helpful, we want to help other people. And when we understand what that underlying factor is, why we are maybe so keen of pleasing people all the time, then we can actually really make a difference in our lives. And oftentimes, the answer of why we are trying to please people or the answer of why we are triggered in certain situations lies within our past and very often in how we were raised. What kind of relationship we had with our family? What kind of relationship we had with our brothers or sisters? What kind of culture did we grow up in? What kind of society did we grow up in? And all of these things have a profound effect on how we are reacting in day-to-day -day situations. So let me give you a specific example. I grew up with a wonderful dad and with a wonderful mom. And my dad was, I would say, kind of a typical guy that um, was very loving and um, he I know that my dad would do anything for me I would just need to give him a call and he would be there for me, which is really awesome But at the same time my dad was not a very strong communicator He did not communicate his feelings and emotions and me as his daughter growing up I was really keen to get his appreciation and approval and recognition for the things that I was achieving in my life. I was constantly seeking his appreciation. I always wanted to get a good word from him. I wanted to um, hear from him that he was proud of me. And I think it has something definitely to do with culture as well, because in Germany and just kind of looking at my family, you know, like you using like, you know, um, w encouraging words was just not really a thing. Um, to give you the easiest example, now that I'm living in the States and I see this all the time, people say to, to each other, I love you all the time. Like friends say, I love you to each other. Obviously partners say, I love you to each other. Family members say, I love you to each other. When they finish a phone call, when they say goodbye, that was not a thing in Germany. <laughs> we would totally not, like I have not said to my parents, I love you, I think until I was probably my late 20s, early 30s, because at that time I lived in the States and it just became more of a normal thing for me to say that. But before that, that was not really something that I would hear very often, but I was really keen to hear it very often. And um, so I would constantly, try to get my dad's attention and try to get something out of him because it was really important for me because I wanted to please him because he was one of like the most important figure in my life and I really wanted to, to get his appreciation and approval. And sometimes I did get it, sometimes I didn't get it and I was just really working on him for weeks at a time to, to hear something positive of him. He was a busy person, um, he not did not always have, you know, I think headspace to, to think about these things. I think he might not even be aware of this today, um, that, that this is kind of what was missing or this was something that was really, really important for me in my life. Um, but it completely shaped the person that I am today. And, um, and I have really learned that because of certain things that he said, because of certain things that he did, I, I formed my own character. 
And so going into the corporate world and working with a lot of different teams and working with different people, I was always really keen to get appreciation and approval because that was a way for me to know that I did a good job and that I moved in the right direction. And so setting boundaries then was very difficult because I because I wanted to please people, I wanted to help people, I wanted to be helpful. And um, saying no to something was something that came not very easy to me. But once I understood where my inclination came from, once I understood that root cause of why I was always constantly striving for that external approval and recognition, I was able to work with that. And as always in stress management and in personal development, the, the key to really moving forward is to create awareness. And that is why we are talking about this subject today, because I think it is so, so important that you start to understand that there are certain triggers in your life and they are there for a reason. They are there because something in the past happened to you that um, created a pattern of how you're reacting and how you're behaving. And once you are identifying that pattern, you are able to change it. Only then you are able to change it, right? So I want you to think about now something that is constantly triggering you or something where you spend hours and days and weeks going around and around about the same topic, thinking about certain things, thinking about certain behaviors, maybe of a different person um, that you're interacting with on a regular basis and where that comes from. Dig really deep. And sometimes we need to sit with these topics for a longer period of time, especially when you're not used to kind of thinking in this kind of way. Um, sometimes you need to maybe think about it for weeks hey how did was that in our how was that in my childhood how was it growing up did i have maybe an experience that was really hurtful and painful um that explains of why i am reacting in certain ways today um that i am so so this is the, really the key um because once you identify that you can really work on the root cause of why you are stressed, where you are stressed, right? And what does stress mean? Stress just means that we might feel not great. There's some feelings and emotions that are coming up that are not feeling really good, right? We have this like so-called gut feeling that something is going on and something is wrong. Um, and, and yeah, so once you, and so what does stress mean, right? So we were talking about stress as just a feeling or an emotion. And usually we are spending a lot of time thinking about a certain thing. And um, we are spending a lot of time and energy thinking about these things because we are just human beings and we are triggered and there's something in our past that is not really resolved. And once we are understanding that, then we can move forward. So once you have created awareness around what you need to do, or once you have created awareness around where the feeling comes from, why you are acting in certain ways today, why you are triggered in certain ways today, then you can start making changes. And that is not easy at all. We are talking a lot about change management and stress management, of course, as well, because it is all about creating new habits and changing behaviors. And if you think about it, especially because certain triggers come from our childhood, 
come from bad experiences. Maybe you have been cheated on in the past by a boyfriend or a girlfriend, or maybe you have had really traumatic, traumatic experiences in your family. Maybe something really bad happened. Maybe um, your dad or your mom was an alcoholic. Maybe you were only brought up by your mom or by your dad. There's, there's so many different things, so many different scenarios and situations that could have happened to you that might explain why you act in certain ways that you do today. And think about it. So that happened maybe when you were 10 years old. Maybe it happened when you were 6 years old or when you were 15 years old. And now you might be 30 or 40. So it's been 20, 25 years that you've been acting and reacting in certain ways. And changing that behavior is not easy. This is a process of months and years because for months and years you have had this other behavior so changing behaviors especially working on root causes is not easy at all and i have been working on a lot of different things over the last years and i'm still not perfect at it i'm still sometimes slipping back into my old behaviors and in my old thought patterns because this is just how my brain is trained and neuroplasticity um, explains today why you are able to make changes, why you are able to, to change those neurological pathways and create new behaviors. You are able to do that. No matter if you're 30 years old, no matter if you're 40 years old, you can absolutely do it, but it requires time and it requires a lot of patience and it is extremely, extremely powerful. And so often what we do is we are projecting expectations of things that should be different to our external world. So we are saying things like, if only this would be different, then I could also change. We are always expecting this outside person or this outside situation to change. But what you need to start understanding is that you need to start with yourself. You are not able, or just in a limited way, to change situations and people in your external world. The only thing that you can change is yourself. The only thing that you can influence is how you react to a new situation. This is all you can do. Obviously, especially, for example, when you're working with people or when you're in a partnership, when you're married, when you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you can compromise, right? We are talking with our partners about certain things. We are talking with our stakeholders maybe about certain expectations that each parties have. But at the end of the day, don't just wait for other people to change. And once I understood this, it completely changed my life. 100%. Because once I started to ask myself, what can I change in this situation? How can I change of how I react to this? How I, can I change of what I say to a person? Um, once I did that, that completely changed me. 100%. And, you know, they always say like, oh, you know, you should find internal happiness. 100% agree. It's not easy. And we are so easily... Um, influenced by our external world um, and we forget about that all the time. I do forget about that all the time. I need to remind myself on a regular basis to be like, hey Julia, don't just make your happiness dependent on what's going on in the outside world. Make yourself happy first. 
make choices that bring you happiness and then you can really create a life that you love and that is not easy at all it is not for cowards we all have things we all have experiences that happened to us in the past that have shaped the, re the, the way we are today, they have shaped us, they have shaped our own whole personality and our character and that's why you are the way you are and you are perfect just the way you are and you can become even better, you can create an even stronger personality, you can create more resilience, such a strong factor um, and there's a lot of studies around stress resilience and we talk a lot about resilience in corporations and in companies as well right because we say that resilient people work better and have you know can can deal with better with more pressure and they're more focused and they recover more quickly from stressful um, traumatic situations and oftentimes there's a lot of studies around this super powerful and super interesting they say that resilient people are not the people that had no experiences in their life and that had a perfect life no the most resilient people are usually the people that have had a lot of traumatic experiences in their life and that had a lot of difficult and challenging situations that they had to overcome and because they overcame them and because they learned of how to, how to work with challenges they created a stronger resilience in their life and i think that is so powerful and we all have these things like i said we are all not perfect i'm not perfect i'm sure you're not perfect and um, because we have these triggers in our life that just come up and we tell ourselves stories around why this is this way this always happens to me i'm always meeting partners that are cheating on me i am always working with clients that are super unfriendly and super disrespectful i always get the most difficult projects assigned from my manager etc etc you know what i'm talking about and you can change that story you can absolutely change it you have to be ready to change it and maybe your ego now says uh, I don't know I, I still kind of believe that what I'm telling myself is true but there's always another side to the story so really understanding and resolving old patterns understanding where feelings and emotions come from are so powerful and the most important thing in stress management in order to move forward and really create a stronger base in your life 100% I am so so convinced about this like I said I'm working on a lot of different things in my life myself um, I'm working a lot with my partner because there has been things in the past that happened to me um, and so there's a lot of insecurities and confidence that, that I'm struggling with sometimes um, and that I'm really trying to resolve and it's been extremely challenging and difficult but at the same time it has really helped my relationships with other people it has helped the relationship with myself and being more understanding and loving with myself and finding my own inner peace um, but also because I changed the way I behaved and I changed the way of how I reacted in certain situations it changes the way of how my relationship is then with that other person and that is so beautiful and it's so beautiful to 
um, to experience that. And I'm really challenging myself. I'm speaking a lot with my sister about this. She's, you know, we are kind of coaching each other all the time on these subjects. Um, and she's obviously the person closest to me that has seen me go through my whole life. She's seen me in different partnerships. She's seen me in different jobs. And we kind of help each other identify certain certain triggers and certain behaviors that we might not even be aware of sometimes on our own. So finding a person that really kind of challenges you honestly on these things can be really powerful in order for you to move forward. So yeah, so I hope that this topic is really interesting for you um, and we will speak a lot more about this in the future because I really believe this that this is the way of how you can better manage stress. There is obviously a lot of different tools, there's a lot of different ideas that you can do in order to set boundaries, in order to um, relax in an always-on world. There's always ways um, that there's always kind of these practices that you can go through, but at the end of the day you have to understand what come what is underlying of that. Um, and once you understand that and once you can change your limiting beliefs, once you can understand the blocks that you have, then you can truly move forward and create a stronger life for yourself. So if you are interested to learn more about this, and like I said, I will speak a lot more about this in the podcast. I will speak a lot more about topics around forgiveness, really, really important in stress management as well, and then in personal development then listen to my podcast, go over to my YouTube channel and check out the different videos that I'm posting there on a regular basis as well. I'm posting a new video every Friday, every Monday I'm posting the video of the podcast. So if you want to see me sitting in my beautiful new video set, and um, you can obviously always head over to my YouTube channel as well. But I also always post an additional video every Friday on a stress management related topic. And you can also head to my website and read a little bit more about my eight-week online program From Stress to Empowered, where we are dealing and looking at exactly that. We are trying to understand, we are helping you to really get to the root cause of your limiting beliefs, of your emotions and feelings, where they come from in the past, and how you can use that information and that awareness to your advantage to create a stronger, resilient, more resilient you. Um, so yeah, so that was it for today. I am always super excited to hear from you. So if you have any questions, if you have any comments, come over, head to my Instagram account at Blue Mountain Mindfulness and leave me a comment about what you've learned from today's podcast episode. Maybe a situation that you are just thinking about right now and you're like, oh wow, I can't believe Julia just said this and this is totally something that I can relate to. I would love to hear that. You can obviously also always leave a comment on my YouTube channel as well. And until the next time, I wish you a wonderful week, a, stress, a less stress week, and I talk to you really soon. With gratitude, Julia. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be extremely happy and grateful if you could leave me a comment and a 5-star rating. If you know someone who would benefit from the information I talked about today, please feel free to share it with them. 
no matter if it is your friends, your colleagues and or your family members. You will always find all links and a summary of the podcast in the show notes. It would be great if we could connect on Instagram or via email. You can find all details of how to find me in the show notes as well. In that way, you can also send me any questions that you might have. And as I mentioned, I also have a wonderful YouTube channel now where you can post comments and questions. So please reach out. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for your trust. With gratitude, Julia.